Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2019. Hey, what's hot for 2019? What's trending? Happy 2019. Like any new year, 2019 arrives with plenty of hopes and expectations. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Plugged In, Con Edison's podcast about all things related to energy. I'm your host, Sydney Alvarez. What can we say about 2019 so far? It's the year of the pig, according to the Chinese zodiac, and the characteristics associated with this are diligent, compassionate, and generous. Also, say hello to all those cameras that are going to be on you. You see, futurists claim 2019 will also see a big upswing in facial tracking to identify people. But we're here to talk about energy and focus on energy. Joining me is Matt Ketchke, Con Edison Senior Vice President and Head of the Energy Company's Utility of the Future Program. Hey, Matt, thanks hey, for Sydney. being on the show. Great to be here. So, did you tap into your psychic abilities in preparation for this interview? I'm working on it. <laughs> All right, I want to talk to you about what's at the top of your list for 2019 when it comes to energy trends. What's up there? So, uh, probably a couple things. Uh, thinking about smart devices and how we're going to integrate smart devices. Thinking about large-scale renewables, particularly offshore wind, and energy storage, batteries. So I know we're going to dive into detail on all these things, but I want to talk about color. You know, 2019 even has its own color. It's coral. It's supposed to be the hot new trend for fashion and design. Does the energy industry have a color? And if you do, is it yellow? I think yellow would be a good color. I'm not sure if we have an official color, but yellow is pretty good.、Um, we are now the second largest solar company in the United States, and I think yellow would be a fitting color for that kind of company. That's right. Through our Con Edison Clean Energy businesses operated by our parent company, we recently made major acquisitions of renewable energy facilities that moves us close to becoming the top solar producer in North America. Now, for our customers here in New York City and Westchester County, it shows our commitment to renewable energy. What else does it mean? Well, it means that we have the second largest number of facilities out there generating solar power,、um, renewable energy. Um, and that's a space for where energy comes from that is only going to grow.、Um, we see the cost for solar energy coming down and being now competitive or lower than other traditional forms of electric generation.、Um, you couple that with the desire to re- reduce carbon emissions. We really think there's a lot of room to grow. Um, in the production of renewables, particularly solar. Does this mean that it, it's now more affordable to our consumers, and that consumers are feeling that they're doing their part in contributing to a healthy environment? Yeah. So you definitely see、uh, customers who are interested in adopting solar, both for the opportunity to reduce their energy bills and to do their part towards reducing carbon emissions overall.、But、today, the cost of solar have become competitive with really other forms of electric generation、uh, from traditional fossil fuels and other places. Um, so the costs are really coming down. One of the challenges with solar, though, is it's not dispatchable. And by dispatchable, I mean you can't necessarily get it when you need it. You only make solar energy、mm-hmm. when the sun is shining. That's why we also need to think about batteries as being part of the solution. So the combination of solar, particularly as solar's costs have come down, coupled with batteries to really make that power available when people need it. Okay, I want to talk about this concept、uh, and using the word smart. We hear it everywhere. You know, first it was our smartphones and smart devices, and now in the in-、uh, energy industry, we hear it with smart switches, smart grid, smart meters, smart thermostats, smart technology. Is this a trend? Is this a play on words? Is this a play on technology? What's going on here? You definitely hear that word "smart" all the time now,、um, and really. 
take a step back and let's think about what smart really means. What smart is, is in devices, um, we're able to put more and more technology and computing power into smaller devices that allows them to make independent actions and decisions. The, the cost of doing that has come way down. So we can have smart phones, smart thermostats, smart watches, all kinds of smart appliances. These smart appliances really have the ability to make some control decisions around how things happen um, out independent of some central control or independent mm -hmm. of a person controlling them. So it's it's a trend that is putting the control in the consumer's hand. The control in the consumer's hand um, and allowing them to do things that they've never been able to do before. So let's take this a step further. Let's talk about it more in the sense of a smart revolution. What do you think? I think that makes sense. So um, this smart revolution is really being driven by smart devices all through the economy. It's in the energy sector, but it's all through the economy, from my smart remote at home that I can talk to to find a um, channel when I don't want to search through 700 channels, mm -hmm. to a smart thermostat that you can have set your energy usage for comfort and convenience and lower your energy bills. These devices are really proliferating all through our economy. So you need energy to power these smart devices, right? To power this smart revolution. I want to talk to you about moving toward the electrification of everything. You know, meaning using electricity to heat your home, heat your water as your main source of energy. Can you talk to us about this? Sure. We are looking as a general society at how do we reduce overall carbon emissions. And a lot of the energy we've used historically came from carbon-based fuels. Energy to do things like heat our homes, heat our hot water, drive our cars. Um, increasingly, we are making the supply of electricity cleaner and cleaner. We talked earlier about all that solar that's going across the country and that mm -hmm. we're helping to build. That's making the electric supply cleaner and cleaner. So we can help customers switch fuels from carbon-based fuels, gasoline, oil, onto electricity. And that electricity is increasingly being supplied by clean, renewable energy. And that will help lower overall carbon emissions in the whole economy. So let's talk about the state and, and how New York State has a big goal around battery storage. What do you expect in 2019? So the state has set big, big goals around energy storage. Um, the governor announced uh, in 2018 a goal of establishing 1,500 megawatts of storage in the state. And that's a huge goal. Um, considering we only have a few dozen megawatts of storage out there today. Um, so we're going to be working through 2019 um, with the PSC and governor's mm -hmm. office and state on how do we get that storage built and integrated into our systems. In 2018, we had our first very large storage project deployed um, in Ozone Park in Queens. That's a 12 megawatt storage facility. And we're going to continue to build those projects out as uh, 2019 moves along and into the future. So for offshore wind, um, the scale is pretty big. Uh, so today, the state is looking at 2,400 megawatts worth of wind to be built out over about the next decade. You know, that's bigger than some of the biggest power plants that existed today in New York City. So we're talking big. Mm -hmm. As you look out in the future, it could be really big. The potential for offshore wind up and down the East Coast is, you know, hundreds of times that. So it's really a matter of scale and time as these facilities get built out. In the U.S., we're a little bit behind Europe. In Europe, particularly in Great Britain and Germany, mm -hmm. they've already built out a lot of offshore wind, thousands of megawatts worth of offshore wind that they've built out on their systems and interconnected. I'd like to talk to you about our other commodities. So Con Edison is not just about electricity, but we're also about steam and gas. Anything you want to share on the other two commodities? Sure. Um, on steam, 
Um, steam continues to be um, really important, particularly for Manhattan, uh, where a lot of customers are served by steam, particularly our large commercial customers. Um, and steam is also really an effective way to deploy energy efficiency um, and demand management. So you think about steam, typically think heat for most customers. Mm-hmm. Steam's also really effective for air conditioning. Um, and that allows us to serve customers' air conditioning needs on the hottest days of the year through our steam system and not our electric system, where the electric system is under its greatest demand on those hottest days. Matt, I see this as the trend that is always happening every single year, just getting bigger and better. Electric cars, electric vehicles. What's going on here? So, yeah, electric ve- electric vehicles or electric transportation is definitely getting bigger. Um, in 2018, we actually hit um, 1 million electric cars in the United States. Uh, we expect by 2030, that'll be 18 million electric cars running around on the roads in the United States. So it's definitely growing and growing quickly. Um, if you think about Con Ed, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of cars in our service territory, but a lot more buses. You know, uh, more people move around in mass transit and public transit than necessarily do in private cars. So we've been working with uh, forms of mass transit on how do you think about electrifying transportation. A really good example we have is we've worked with the city of White Plains and developed five electric buses for schools in Westchester County, which is great. Those buses uh, run on clean electricity during the school year. And then you know what happens to most school buses in the summertime? They're not used. They're not used. So what we're doing with those buses, when they're not used in the summertime, they will be plugged in and be able to provide energy back to the electric system to support our distribution system. This is something that's called vehicle-to-grid. It allows the vehicle to be used as a vehicle for part of the time mm-hmm. and then to provide a grid or system support the other part of the time. That's amazing. It's a pretty cool project. So, Matt, I'm going to ask you one last question. I'm going to put you on the spot here. If you had to describe 2019... Uh, in terms of energy, what's the one word you would use? I think we've used smart a bunch of times. I think 2019 will be a smart year around energy. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. That's our show. If you have comments or questions about the program, you can send us an email to podcast at coned.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our handle is at conedison. I'm your host, Sydney Alvarez. Thanks for listening. Until next time, y adios. Adios.